Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction or who are searching for a better way to live. In this series, The Life, you'll study the life of Jesus. Who is he? What is he really like? Does he care about me? Rich and Susan Collenberg are a husband and wife team who found freedom over two decades ago from their lives of drug addiction and alcoholism. They found biblical answers and now share their experience of freedom on Freedom to Choose. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose and our series, The Life. And this is program number 57. I'm going to talk about Zacchaeus today. Uh, Susan, would you open with a word of prayer, please? Yes. Uh, loving Father in heaven, we are so grateful that you provide us all with the freedom to choose. We ask now that you will um, help to open our minds and to develop them so that uh, we can learn deeper and um, more complex understanding of your design and how you help us to have wisdom and discernment and just help us to make good choices as we choose in life. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank that you. that made sense or not. Everything you do makes sense. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. But that's kind of what, um, you know, we're going to be talking about because Zacchaeus did make a choice. And, you know, he made a whole lot of choices, but then there came a point in time where he um, made the most important choice of his life. And that uh, is what we're going to talk about yeah, today. Yeah, we're going to see that he, he he comes under conviction, and when he comes under conviction, he he acts upon it. Right. He makes a commitment, right. if you will. And we were talking about earlier before the program, you know, I didn't know everything about Susan, and she didn't know everything about me. We didn't have an intellectual assent about one another and say, okay, we're going to call that a marriage. We had faith in, in a commitment. We were going to commit to make this thing work. And as we knew each other better, the better the commitment got. That's what faith is all about. And this is what happens to Zacchaeus is he's convicted mm-hmm. and he makes a commitment. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, you know, we, that, that's just, that's true faith is, is to, and, and, well, and he makes a, like this complete turnaround in his life. And I don't know that when he made that commitment, he understood to the extent oh, that things would change for him. What a big deal that was. Right. Exactly. And, and the consequences of that choice, of that conviction to follow his heart and to follow Jesus, um, you know, it, it his life was completely upended and he changed and, and made different Huge. Things changes right different decisions and all of that stuff and 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 you know we've said it about the thief on the cross as well and there's many other bible because they didn't know a whole lot about prophecy Mm -hmm. they didn't know a whole lot about horns on the head of beasts they didn't know a whole lot about these things that a lot of us tend to dwell on and 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 want to be right about and then we place our security in our rightness right when you come to like religion yeah right yeah, and, and this is why I think that we, people, 
if if we play, and we're all guilty of it to some degree, we place our 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 sense of where we get our life from in our rightness mm-hmm. and not in Jesus. And I think that as we go in the story, we can see how um, how uh, Zacchaeus was treated by the religious leaders. And right, because see, they were right. Right, and he threatened he, the, the, every. Jesus especially threatened their rightness, mm-hmm. and so you know that's the danger in in you know holding on to to um, because nobody's got it all right. Right. We find life in Jesus. That's where we find it. We don't find it in exterior things like our jobs or like our this or our that or or in religion in being right. You find it in a commitment to Jesus. Right. A relationship. Right. That's what faith is, is I'm committing to you, Jesus. We're going to make this work. And you know what? Lo and behold, the better I get to know you, the more I like you. And and then, you know, the more that you make that commitment, the more your heart changes and the more your outer condition changes as well. Yeah. And then you're able to s- accept other people's opinions as their opinions, and it doesn't threaten your relationship with Jesus. Right. But when, like I say, when you find your source of life in being right, mm-hmm. when someone uh, someone disagrees with that, you're attacking your very core. Well, in your um, in being right, and then also afraid of being wrong. Exactly. Right, because a lot of times we can be afraid of being wrong, and that too will t- it makes us t- it Close. tends us to cl- to focus on things that aren't the source of life. Exactly. Exactly, and so that was we we focus on Jesus and how he treats people and his care for those that were outcasts mm-hmm. and how he was not a respecter of persons, right, and all of that stuff. So uh, let's go to the story. The chief among the publicans, Zacchaeus, was a Jew, and he was hated by his countrymen. His position and his wealth were the reward of an occupation that they all despised, and rightfully so. And it was seen as another name for injustice or and extortion because really that's kind of uh, what these tax collectors did. They, you know, they, that's why they were hated. Number one, they were collecting for the Romans, but the Romans were enemies. And so, uh, but he wasn't the hardened man of the world that he seemed. Beneath that appearance of worldliness and pride, was a heart that was susceptible to the influence of God. Right. He Zacchaeus had heard of Jesus. He had been longing for a better life. And remember he remember John the Baptist had preached at the Jordan the same message that Jesus carried, the call to repentance. And also, of course, the the message exact no more than which is appointed to you, Luke 3:13, that message must have been working on his mind. Mm. You know, because, you know, Jesus being a contemporary and they're all walking around there and they're hearing these things and, wow, what did he say? What did he say this time, you know? And so, and he knew the scriptures. He's a Jew and he was convicted that his practice was wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. And what I'd like to make that analogy is the planting of the good, the seed in the good soil. Because now he's convicted, but he begins to act on that conviction. And rather than, set it aside and make excuses well you know i'm a tax collector and it's a hard job and you know so he was his heart was open yes for correction exactly open for correction he knew he was doing he was convicted of wrongdoing 
and he begins to act upon it. Right. And so hearing the words reported um, to have come from the great teacher, he felt that he was a sinner in the sight of God. Yet what he had heard from Jesus really kindled hope in his heart. Repentance, reformation of life was possible even for him. Not one of the new teacher's most trusted disciples, a publican. And I remember when when Susan got clean and sober and she was a different person and I called her and she said, no, you, I can't see you, you know, uh, it, I, it, things have got to be different because, you know, I really, I want to live. And I can remember her saying that I'll pray for you, that God will help you. And that's all I needed to hear mm-hmm. was, wait a minute. I forgot about that option mm-hmm. that I'm at a fork in the road and the, there's another option. There's another road to take. And I can remember the kind of knowing, Rich, you're at a fork in the road. You go, you go the same way you're going. One more day, you're going to die. You're, you're, you're at it. You've tried it so long your way. Your way hasn't worked. It's time to try it my way. What do you got to lose? Well, and, and I think that um, if you know people that are in that position, see, we had always taken that road. Right. You know, we had Constantly. always, it was always, no, that's the road. It's a rut. We're just going to flow right down right. to it until we had that option that was put in. Our, we didn't even know there was that option. Well, you kind of, you must like forget about it or whatever. But when, when I saw the change in Susan, that something there was something that was working. All of a sudden, the God thing became a viable option. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? It was incredible. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it was like this re- sense of relief. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like maybe there was car batteries on my shoulders and somebody pulled them off. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And all right, of a sudden, wait. wait, there's an option. Right. You don't have to live like this anymore. And nobody had ever told me that, that I didn't have to live like that anymore. And so when Susan said, I can't help you, but I'll pray for you. God will help you. Mm-hmm. When there, oh, there's a viable option to this, and you know, the, and then all the nasty stuff that I had done starts coming into my mind, and kind of a, a, there's this sense of relief. To, Wait a minute, God can, God can take all this from me, mm-hmm. and I almost couldn't believe it. Wait, you know, and and so the fork in the road was actually a relief, even though it was really scary. So so Zacchaeus, he begins to follow the conviction that had taken a hold on him. And, and, well, and, and so just like with Zacchaeus, um, he saw that Matthew was right. a disciple. So Matthew was in the same position. He was the same as Matthew. They had the same occupation. Right. Had, and he saw Matthew, and he was like, wow, There Matthew. is a way out. Yeah. 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 I don't have to be a scoundrel. Yeah. Matthew got out, and look at him. He's yeah. like right next to Jesus. So he begins to make restitution. Already he'd, already he'd be, and you can tell when he talks to Jesus as we, as we talk a little bit later. So when the news sounded that Jesus was coming through Jericho, uh, Zacchaeus got pretty uh, excited. He makes it a point to see him. And, 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 and see, once again, it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. Right. See, Zacchaeus hears the rumblings in the crowd. He's convicted there's a way out. Not only is he convicted there's a way out, but he's convicted that he hasn't been doing things right, and he wants to. And now, all of a sudden, the soil is ready, mm. and the seed is planted. Now he acts on the conviction, and instead of self-justification, he heads to Jesus. Right. 
when you're convicted, head straight to Jesus. Right, because he was starting to realize how bitter the fruits of, right. of his sins are and how difficult the path is for someone who tries to return from a pattern of wrongdoing. To, to be misunderstood, to be met with suspicion and distrust in the effort to correct his errors, it's hard to it's bear. It's hard to bear, so Zach, because, yeah, he's trying to turn the boat. and when He's you're tr- trying to make that move. Y- right. But it's kind of like you get, it's, it's almost like... Um, you're still a tax collector. Well, it, and and you know what? I think that not only do does your own mind work against you because it just wants to go back to what it knows, but I think that Satan can work against you, and then I think that Satan can work through people against you. Yeah. So I think there's all different kinds of forces that come out there and that they say, you can't change. You're always going to be the same. Right. It's not worth it. Yeah, and and, and, and the, the hardest part is trying to regain trust from right. people right. that you've burned because I can imagine the list. See, this is just like an addict. An addict has a list of the people he's burned. Right. And so does a tax collector. Right. And so it's the same thing. You're trying, and, and so you cannot base your recovery on whether people accept you or not. And mm-hmm. and, 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 and forgive you or and not. And forgive you. And, and are they going to... Are you going to regain their trust? You, your recovery is not based on what other people think of you. It's only based on the mercy and grace of God that has come in and said, your sins are forgiven, like the woman thrown down in adultery. Go be a better girl. Right now, he's saying, Zacchaeus, go be a better boy. Right. And Zacchaeus, he, he, he embraces he, he it. Embraces it. Right. And he says, I, I, I got I to gotta see Jesus. And I think the other thing that the graciousness of God gives us is that um, no matter what we have done in the past, that there is a way back. Mm-hmm. There is a path of forgiveness for everybody, that Jesus does not turn away one sinner, regardless of, of the things that we've done in the past. Because we, we've all done terrible things. you know. And, and I, I think you hit on a really good note earlier is—, is our own psyche and how hard it is to live with. It's hard enough for us to live with the past, let alone try to perform for other people to try to gain their trust. Right. Say And, and how hard it is to live, uh, for others to live with your past, how hard it is to restore that trust. But the main thing that we've always, Susan and I have lived by, is our sobriety isn't dependent on other people accepting the new me, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, because that's what got me in trouble in the first place, right. was trying to get people to accept me. Right. And no matter how hard I tried, it was it was never good. I was never, quote unquote, good enough. Right. Because you'll never make all the people happy. Right. All the time. Right. And so being, um, you know, being true to, to the calling that God has given each one of us is the most important thing and and trying to understand God's desire for our lives as opposed to someone else who's trying to impose their desire on our lives. Right. Yeah, and if Zacchaeus wouldn't have said, I'm going to go see Jesus, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to see who this is going to make mad and who this is going to make right. happy. Well, the priests aren't going to be happy. The Romans aren't going to be happy. He didn't do that. He said, I'm convicted. I'm going to go see Jesus. Absolutely, without and, a thought of the risk of what he may gain or what he may lose. Right. Exactly. So Jesus is coming down the street, and Zacchaeus, who was a little guy, couldn't see over the heads of the people, so no one would give way for him. So running a little in advance of the crowd to where a wide-branching tree hung over the way, 
the rich tax collector climbed to sit in the tree so he could watch the procession as it passed below. And suddenly, just beneath the fig tree, a group halts and someone looks upward. His glance seems to read the soul. Almost doubting his senses, the man in the tree hears the words, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And the crowd gives away, and Zacchaeus, walking like he's in a dream, leads the way towards his own home. And I wanted to talk just a second about the metaphor here. The metaphor is incredible because what you have here is a guy that's convicted to sin. He heads to Jesus. Jesus says, I'm going to live in your house now. Mm-hmm. That's a metaphor for op- the, the heart being opened and Jesus now going into the mind and now residing in your home. Because this is where you reside, isn't it? Right. Between your ears. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said, I'm going to abide in your house. Right. That's a, a beautiful metaphor. We're convicted. We head to Jesus. Jesus says, sure, I've been knocking at the door. And behold, you've opened it. Well, I think it's Paul that says, have this mind in you, the mind of Christ Jesus. Right. right? And so that's the thing. It's kind of like when it talks about the sanctuary, it's not just a building. It's also the sanctuary, the temple of your heart, the temple of your mind. We are living stones in that sanctuary, in that temple. And of course, Revelation chapter 3, it says, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open the door, I will come in and I will what? Sup with him, right. dine abide with him, with him. abide with him, right. and that's what he's telling Zach. Right. It's a beautiful story. Oh, absolutely! So it's interesting because the rabbis look on with scowling faces and in murmur and discontent and scorn, say that he, Jesus, was gone to be a guest with a man that's a sinner. Zacchaeus had been overwhelmed, amazed, and silenced at the love and condescension of Christ in stooping to him. He felt so unworthy. But now love and loyalty to his newfound master unsealed his lips. Yep. And so he'll make a public confession and his repentance. In the presence of the entire crowd, Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. So he is basically standing up in a meeting and confessing his wrong. Confessing his wrong and, and making restoration. Acted, acting right. upon it. Right. He's actually acting upon it. And so, and the, and, and the beauty of this is, is that he, he, it doesn't say that he sat down and counted the cost. It doesn't say that he, uh, you, you know, because this is our tendency a lot of times. How much is it going to cost me? Am I going to have enough left over? He was just willing to make right what had he had wronged people. And it's a beautiful, uh, you know, the Holy We don't know how that works, the, con- the conviction of the Holy Spirit, how it works in the brain and all that stuff. But it, this is a classic example of someone acting upon their conviction. Mm-hmm. And it gets, I don't want to say, it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. It's very simple, and there's a huge reward in it. Can you imagine? Because you know the relief when you turn to God, and I know the relief when I did. It was, it was just this, this weight is off, off of my shoulders now. I don't have to drag this garbage bag around that's full of all the stuff that I did, and I can actually restore to the people. You know, I can look them in the eye. I can go face-to-face 
with people and I can be okay inside my own skin. Right. And so that's, I think, the whole, you know, when there's going to be healing in the end times, I think that this is part of it. I think it's a healing from the guilt and shame that we all create throughout our lives by our actions, our thoughts, and our deeds. And so Jesus is trying to... to um, Bring everybody into that state of restoration with him to recognize, you know, when we have done wrong and what 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 that sin does to us. Not only does it, you know, hurt other people, but it was also hurting Zacchaeus. And he didn't, I don't think, realized it until he had that, you know, that revelation of Jesus and Jesus's willingness to forgive him. And he's like, all the stuff that I've stole from people or that I've extorted from people you know, I'm going to do the right thing and, and, and make people whole, just like yeah. I've been made whole. Exactly. You know, he had been made whole by Jesus, and so he knew that he had to go make restitution. Yeah, and it's just a really beautiful picture of everyone, not not just Zacchaeus. This is a picture of the sinner coming to Jesus. Right, and so when he, he says that, Jesus says to him, this day, this day salvation has come to this house, for you're also a son of Abraham. Yeah, and and it's pretty clear that it had, mm-hmm. because once again, Zacchaeus looks like he's entering into a commitment, into a relationship. Right. And he's ready. He doesn't know Jesus as well. He's he's going to know him, but he enters into this marriage with Jesus, and and he begins to do those things that clear the clutter out of the way of his relationship with Jesus. Right. And just like Susan and I, if there's anything that clutters our relationship, we try to get it out of the way. Right. You know? It, 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 because if not, then the, the commitment becomes more of a burden and a, and a, and a uh, what do you want to say, an obstacle. Right. And a marriage shouldn't be a burden or an obstacle. It should be a commitment where we're... You try. You would make the attempt to get closer and closer and closer to your partner. That's what a relationship with Jesus is. Is this? Let's get the stuff out of the way. How right. do I get closer to you? You know. And Jesus says, "Well, tell me about it. Let me take it from you. Anything that's in between us, let me take it from you." Remember the rich young ruler. He turned away from Jesus, and the disciples. Remember they they marveled at at Jesus's saying that. How hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? And they, they all said to one another, well, who can be saved then? But the beautiful thing about Christ and what we know about his his words is that the things that are impossible with men is possible with That's God. That's right. All things are possible with God. That's and right. And so God can take that heart of stone and, and give you a, flesh, a, stone, a, a heart of flesh instead of a hardened mm-hmm. um you know, a hardened brain, he yeah. can, you know, give you new life. Yeah. And, and that's that, what Zacchaeus had. He had a brand new life now. He had a brand new life. And, you know, once again, this being more also an object lesson, because we are all, um, we are all living stones mm-hmm. in the temple, mm-hmm. right? We're all living stones. And the living stones that fit into that temple are those living stones that have that right relationship with God. They don't put other people in groups. You notice that the Pharisees, Saul said, Jesus hangs out with sinners. He hangs out with publicans. He hangs out with this and that. And they had everybody in different groups. Right. No, we're all human beings. Right. We're not groups. Mm-hmm. We're not groups. 
you know, because what happens when you put somebody into a group, you look at them through that lens. Right. So if he's a sinner and Jesus is hanging around sinners, Mm -hmm. that has a connotation that I'm not a sinner. Right. Therefore, and I'm right with God, therefore he can't be right with God. Right. So those, this group thing, putting people in groups, and we all have that tendency, is a very dangerous, very dangerous practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. Wow, we're going to have to wrap it up here already, and that was a, that was a quick program. Mm-hmm. Um, but just once again, the goodness of God leading to repentance, and it's by, the, I think, that started the whole ball rolling was all of the word-of-mouth stuff that before Jesus came down the road. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus was ready. Absolutely. And so when he acts on conviction and he goes and he says, I'm acting on it, I'm going to go see Jesus. Right. Got to leave now. So remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Do I love my neighbor? Thank you for listening to Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could it be this simple, the way out of your prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.